health information from experts supported by research. From University of Utah Health, this is thescoperadio.com. National Family History Day is Thanksgiving Day, which is a great time to talk to your relatives about health concerns, health issues that your family have, because family history is one of the most reliable tools for predicting disease risk. Wendy Coleman, genetic counselor at Huntsman Cancer Institute, let's talk about that and what do you do as a genetic counselor to help people stay healthy? In general, we all have some background level of risk of developing disease. Um, about one in three people are going to develop cancer during their lifetime, and the majority of those are just simply due to um, chance and, and getting older. Um, some families may have a moderately increased risk. Generally, anyone with a close relative with cancer, um, such as a parent or a sibling, has about twice the risk of developing that type of cancer compared to someone who has no family history. Um, so there are individuals who fall into this kind of moderate risk group. And then there are rare families that fall into what we would call a high-risk category, in which there tend to be often multiple relatives with um, a particular disease. And in our specialty at Huntsman, we're focused on those families with multiple cases of cancer. Um, other red flags that we look for are the development of cancer at much younger than average ages, um, or individuals who develop multiple primary cancers. And when we see those types of patterns in the family, that may suggest that there is a specific non-working gene being passed down in the family, conferring a greatly increased risk. Um, and it's those types of families in particular where genetic counselors can play a role in terms of um, helping to identify those high-risk families and providing them with information about how this risk is being passed on and what they could do in terms of screening and prevention. So just because there's a family history doesn't necessarily guarantee that I'm going to have a particular illness. Exactly. And then that's what you're trained to do is figure out how significant is this chance based on family history? Exactly. To help people find out where they fall on that yeah. risk spectrum. Um, and then based on their level of risk, what types of um, extra screening or preventative strategies would be beneficial for them? Thanksgiving, the holidays, Christmas, all great times to talk to some of your relatives. Uh, I was in the doctor's office the other day and they were asking me about my family health history. Knew a lot, but a lot of holes as well. What are some specific questions that you should ask? And then I want to talk about actual genetic testing and how that might help as well. Well, you know, um, particularly here in Utah, people have a lot of interest in their genealogy and, and studying their family tree. Um, and we'd really encourage people to incorporate medical history into that family research as well. So actually knowing the specific type of cancer is very important for risk assessment as opposed to just in general that a relative had cancer. Cancer is actually hundreds of different diseases. Sure. Also collecting the age at which it was diagnosed. As I mentioned earlier, you know, cancer, the risk of getting cancer incur, um, increases as we get older. So um, having cancer happen at younger than average ages is really important. Another thing that's, you know, important to ask about or can help provide clues in the family history is also asking about screening and prevention procedures. Um, for example, in a family where maybe there have been some relatives with colon cancer that may be prompting other relatives to go out and get colonoscopies. Um, so instead of being diagnosed with cancer, they're maybe being found to have precancerous polyps that are being removed and prevented. Now, asking relatives about their colonoscopy over Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner, maybe, maybe not the best time. Not but, the most um, appetizing. But these are, you know, these are important pieces of information, and you know, these are um, important clues that we would use to help identify a, a family that's at increased risk. All right, so that's one way of gathering some family history is actually talking. The mm -hmm. other one that you can do is genetic testing. Well, genetic testing 
really works well to kind of help um, augment the information that we're getting from a family history. Um, so it does, it's not necessarily a replacement from, okay. you know, digging in the family history and, and getting good information about this. But um, basically, you know, when we are seeing a pattern of cancer in a family um, that suggests that there's a higher than average risk being passed down. Genetic testing is a tool that allows us to actually go in and look at a person's DNA and try to pinpoint um, what um, might be be wrong um, if there's a particular genetic alteration or mutation causing a gene not to work properly. If that could be pinpointed, um, that then might give us some more specific clues. Um, for example, the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes not only elevate the risk for breast cancer, but also ovarian. Mm. So for example, in a family where we had seen multiple cases of breast cancer, if we go in and see that that risk is being caused by a mutation in the BRCA1 gene, we could then alert those family members and say, you know what, not only do we need to be watching your breasts, but also think about preventative measures for ovarian cancer. Also, um, most genetic mutations that cause an increased risk for cancer are passed down in a way in which that if a parent has that genetic change, their offspring will have a 50-50 chance of inheriting it. So basically, it means that not everyone in the family is necessarily at risk. So pinpointing the genetic change that has caused the risk also then lets us test at-risk relatives who are concerned about their risk and see whether or not they've inherited that change. An experienced genetic counselor can um, take those genetic test results, whether they find something or don't find something, and then once again put them in context with a person's family history and still have that um, individual leave their appointment with a tailored management plan. That's probably the key, right? It's tailored management as opposed right. to just kind of blanket screenings. At 50, you go in for this. Exactly. Okay. So what if somebody doesn't know their family history? history if they're in that sort of situation and there's not really a good way for them to get information. Can they still benefit? Yeah. And that's certainly something that happens. Um, you know, people who perhaps are adopted um, and don't know their biological family um, or sometimes just individuals who have very small families um, in which there were just very few relatives and and maybe some of the key people have passed away and, and so it's difficult to get information. Um, in general, we, you know, we try to help people work with, you know, with the information that they have at hand. Um, you know, if someone doesn't have any information at all about their family history, we generally try to be reassuring that most of these conditions that cause a high risk for disease are quite rare. Um, and that in the absence of any clues or, or, you know, evidence that, that there's something in their background putting them at an increased risk, we generally tell them to stick to those general population screening recommendations. How does the service that you provide differ from perhaps uh, one of the genetic tests I can order over the internet? The tests offered by these internet companies are not looking at full genes. They are not fully analyzing um, particular genes that are known to be associated with high risk for disease. So if you are, you know, they're interesting and, you know, People have found them to, you know, to kind of be an entertaining way to, to learn a little bit more about their genetic makeup. Um, a lot of those companies also can provide um, information about a person's ancestry um, in terms of, of where their, their family originated from. So there's some really interesting pieces of information that can come from those types of companies. Um, but if you really have a, a strong pattern of a disease in your family and are concerned about that, it really is important to talk to a specialist who can um, identify the genes that would be most appropriate to test and then make sure that those were tested in the, the correct, most thorough way. Somebody's interested in genetic counseling here at Huntsman Cancer Institute. How can they make that happen? 
The Family Cancer Assessment Clinic. This is a clinic where you have an opportunity to meet with a GENT counselor um, and specially trained physicians to, um, you know, review your family history and talk about your risk for cancer. Um, and like I said before, leave with a, a personalized, tailored cancer screening program. Um, the phone number for our clinic is 801-587-9555. So does insurance cover this? In general, um, insurance covers our visits just like they would any other appointment. And most insurers now also do cover most forms of genetic testing. Anytime that your family's getting together, reunions, weddings, you know, these are all great times to not only catch up and ask your relatives how they've been, but how's their health been as well. Have a question about a medical procedure? Want to learn more about a health condition? With over 2,000 interviews with our physicians and specialists, there's a pretty good chance you'll find what you want to know. Check it out at thescoperadio.com.